Thank you for joining us for this week's 908 message. 908 is a contemporary, student-led ministry based out of Concordia St. Paul. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We hope you join us some Wednesday night and are blessed through the words of our speaker. Father God, just thank you so much um, for Patrick and the impact he's had on this university and his time here. We are so thankful um, just that you have given him a gift for being in front of people and for speaking. Um, But tonight we pray that it's your impact on his life that is seen and that is heard, God, and that it's your words that we're hearing from Patrick. Yeah, We are just so thankful for all that you're doing in our lives, um, no matter what season we're in, if it's a season of plenty or a season of trial. or a season of drought in the desert, God. We are just thankful that through all of those things you're here and that you brought Pat here with us to speak about that tonight. And it's in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Well, evening, everyone. My name is Patrick, in a way, in case I have not met you before. I am a senior which gives me a pretty good excuse to not have not met you. Wait. Um, I should know most of you, but if I don't, my name's Pat. Um, and whenever I speak at 908, I like to start with some jokes. So, to the first slide. Jefferson, Adams, I'm leaving while I'm gone. No parties. And then there's, then there's smiling because there's parties. Um, This one's true. Uh, Strong people don't put others down. They lift them up. Darth Vader, a philanthropist. Um, It's historic, so don't question it. Uh, Next one. I got 95 problems, but you're selling indulgences is number one. A couple of you got that. That's good. Um, Me trying to earn a righteous standing before God by my own works and good deeds. Thank you. Thank you. Um, For those listening on the podcast, it's a picture of Kevin from the office um, holding the giant, well, it's bigger than a pot, but I mean, it's a pot, a vat, I don't know, of beans, chili is what it is, and he spills it. You'll you'll know the one. Um, So I just, I like to bring that up because, well, we got a kick out of that, so that's good. Um, Also, before I continue, I would like to do a formal shout-out um, to Mr. Brandon Scott Crolius in the back. He puts all the slides together, and you would never know it. So thank you, Crow, for all you do. I asked to see his ID earlier, so I would remember that his middle name was Scott. And I told him, don't worry about it. He was wondering why I did it. Um, but anyways, moving on to my actual message. Um, as a senior... You see a lot of things just by living. You spend four years on a college campus, um, and you kind of will go through life very quickly, very abruptly, um, sometimes in a matter of months, in a matter of tests, um, or in a matter of minutes. Um, And as a senior, I kind of always pictured college not as just a season, a season of college, but more of a conglomeration of seasons. A college is a time where many things are happening in everyone's lives at the same time, 
And there's a lot of highs and there's a lot of lows. Highs and lows. And as a freshman, I don't know if I would have ever been able to fully comprehend everything that I would experience in by now three and a half years, almost four years, moving away from my house with my parents and going off on my own in a distant land in the north. I'm from Southern California, so people ask me, why did you do that? And I was like, because I felt like it. Um, and when I was trying to think of something to bring to the table for 908, um, I kind of wanted to not necessarily do a reflection of, oh, here are the things I've learned, um, but more of just kind of an observation and a simple understanding of seasons, uh, if you haven't catched, caught the theme yet. Um, and so I'll, I just want to start reading off the verses. For everything there is a season, a season, a time for every matter and under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a, t- a time to break down and a time to build up. I think we can, if we go back to that last one, I think we can all relate to the breakdown part, being a college student. And I just want everyone to know there is a time for that. It's in the Bible. So if you want to break down, go ahead and do it. And then there's a time to build up. So don't just settle in that breakdown phase. There's a build-up period. Um, There's a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. Now, I'm going to stop right there um, because this is kind of the focus of what a lot of people talk about when they bring up Ecclesiastes 3. And a lot of people like to bring this verse up for funerals because it talks about grieving, it talks about death, and it talks about mourning. Um, And that really is one of the focuses for me tonight is to recognize the fact that it is okay to weep. It is okay to mourn. It's not fun. It's not a good time. But it's a process that needs to happen. It's a process that needs to be allowed to be okay with it. There's a time to laugh and a time to dance. You need to be okay with dancing. Maybe on your own time, but you know you got to be okay with it. Maybe. Um, I never really comprehended that idea going into college. That it's okay to weep, but it's okay to mourn. I cried before. My dog died like end of my senior year, and uh, you, you cry a lot when that happens. But, but you know you kind of move on, um, and you reflect on that time you had with that pet, maybe. Um, but you do move on. Um, It's a lot harder when you lose a person. It's a lot harder when maybe you lose a friend or in a relationship that splits. Um, So we'll keep going. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. 
when I read that war part, I thought of just bringing up the fact that I think we can all wage war our own ways. And for us on Concordia's campus, it's that paper that's due the next day and you gotta stay up till 5.30 a.m. to bust it out. And so you're gonna wage war against that paper. And then there's time for peace when you get to take a four hour nap after you do that. Um, but moving forward, uh, the time that you have to allow yourself to go through these seasons, to recognize that these seasons are going to happen and that there's not a lot you can kind of prepare for in advance for certain things. But what you can do is recognize for yourself that you need to give it that time that it deserves. So if you need to go tackle a paper, you're going to give yourself that time to do so. If you need to give yourself some space from people, you can give yourself that time to do so. Um, this next picture, uh, grief is like the ocean. It comes in waves, ebbing and flowing. Sometimes the water is calm, and sometimes it is overwhelming. All, you can, all we can do is learn to swim. Uh, I've seen that picture a lot, um, and there's a lot that's great about it um, because grief can be viewed as not just a period of time or like a season where all of a sudden it's done. Grief is more of something that will come and come again and it will wash away and then it will come back and you're not totally ready for it when it does happen. So this next picture, uh, that's my friend Devin. Now, I want everybody in the audience, if you're a freshman, to just raise your hand. It's a lot of freshmen. It's great. You wouldn't know Devin. Um, Devin was a drummer for 908. Devin was a dancer, choreographer for Sprance, if you're doing that right now. Devin was a singer in the Christus Chorus. Um, Devin was a percussionist. Devin was a really good friend. Um, and he passed away after my freshman year. Um, he was so immersed in everything that is Concordia that that following year was probably the worst year we've all ever had. Because he was just such a great guy. I bring up the freshman thing because you wouldn't know any of this. You wouldn't know what Concordia had to go through when we lost Devin because you are coming into a new season for Concordia. Concordia is in a different place now than it was three years ago or two years ago. And uh, I'll address the elephant in the room. Yeah, I, I put on a little weight since that picture was taken, but I mean, <laughs> can't really tell under the armor. Anyways, um, this was my grieving time. After Devin passed, um, we shared, well, this is weird, but we shared rooms together when we were on band tour, um, and we got really close during then, and uh, he passed away on 4th of July, and I received, or I didn't receive, but actually the worst part is I found out through Facebook. That's one thing you don't want, is to find out that your friend passed away because of Facebook. That kind of sucked, so I had to start making phone calls. Um, and the process after that 
I had to learn how to go through. I had to learn how to grieve, not just at the funeral three days later, um, but to grieve periodically that whole year, the year following, and today. Um, I put up that, that quote about the waves because that's kind of how that goes. Grief isn't something that you go through at a funeral and then you're done. It, it is something that kind of is always with you a little bit. And that's only because he and I became so close. That's only because he was such a great friend to me that I had that relationship and I'm grieving that loss. And really, that's a beautiful thing. Because here's the best part. He's not just dead. He is alive with Jesus. That's something I have to keep telling myself every day. Is that this is not the end of the story. The story ends at the cross. And it goes beyond that. So to kind of wrap up, this next picture here um, is a drum set that was dedicated in the honor of Devin um, that we use uh, at percussion ensemble concerts, concert band concerts. Um, It's colorful. It's powerful. It has words painted on it of the different parts that were values in his life. Um, And it's the best sounding drum kit I have ever played or will ever play again. I bring that up because I want to make sure that when my time is done here as a senior, that the freshmen will know that's what that kit means. When you see it, play it at concerts. And you can pass that along to whoever comes next. Not because it's a sad story, but because this is a story of someone who is able to leave an impact on a college campus so powerful that it sends ripples for as long as possible. Drum kit is just one way to do that. A better way to do that is to keep sharing the gospel. That's a way more powerful thing that you can do. It's to love your neighbors as yourself. That's a way better way of doing that. Drum kit is beautiful. The cross is more beautiful. So, I didn't really have anything else to end other than that. Um, But this verse was said today in um, our choir's devotion by Callie Jo. And I was like, that's a perfect little bookend to what I wanted to talk about. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Thanks, Pat. Um, So now we'll move into prayer time, and um, I want to invite you all to feel free to pray by yourself or in groups, um, whatever you're thinking about. And I think another really encouraging thing is that in all of those seasons, no matter where we are, God is there, and God is really present in our lives, Um, and God is always faithful in those things, even when we can't clearly see that. Yeah, I remember coming to Concordia my freshman year and kind of seeing the aftermath of that and seeing a lot of people hurting um, and also seeing God's presence, which was really, really powerful. Um, 
So in this time of prayer, whatever season you're in, um, just thank God for being there with you and, and being faithful in that. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Go in peace.